Kevin Koontz, and welcome to the Clubhouse Conversation. They come from all corners of the world, and they descend on towns everywhere. Burlington, North Carolina, Idaho Falls, Idaho, Lexington, Kentucky, Wilmington, Delaware, Springdale, Arkansas, Papillion, Nebraska, and Kansas City, Missouri. What do all these men have in common? They work together to win. It's time to talk to another Royal on Clubhouse Conversation. What's up, Royals fans? It is Dave O on another edition of Clubhouse Conversation. And I don't think there's a single Royals fanatic alive who follows this organization inside and out who doesn't A, respect Rusty Koontz, and B, love Rusty Koontz. Of course, Rusty is the Royals' first base coach, works with the outfielders, has done so much for this organization, both at the major league level as a coach and throughout the minor league level, roving as well in the past. But did you know that Rusty has a son who currently plays in the Royals' system? His name is Kevin Koontz. He is a former KU Jayhawk who grew up, well, all around the country, went to high school in Tulsa, Oklahoma, before ending up on campus in Lawrence. And then the Royals selected him not once but twice. They took him out of high school and got him to sign after finishing up his time at KU. Last summer, he was taken in the 28th round of the 2013 June Amateur Draft. And Kevin currently playing the game the right way, playing hard, switch-hitting infielder. He joins us now on Clubhouse Conversation. Kevin Koontz, hey, welcome in, man. And uh, how's everything going with you? Uh, they're going great right now. We're uh, we're almost to the end of our season. We've got about 10 games left, I think it is, uh, here in uh, Lexington. So, I mean, we're getting to that final stretch coming up. Well, I know it's your second year not going back, but is it still kind of weird not starting back at KU right about now? Oh, definitely. Uh, yeah, last year was my fifth year at KU, so that was my first year you know, not being a part of the uh, the team anymore. And last year I was actually on campus taking classes and whatnot. So it was, it was kind of weird, you know, like going by the field every day and watching those guys, you know, get after it, you know, during practice and whatnot and not actually, you know, being with them. Yeah, there's something great about the start of a school year, man, especially in college. I miss it too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely. It, uh, so let's let's get your thoughts on your dad Rusty's ice bucket challenge the other day in Colorado. What did you think of his form on that? Did you like the video okay? <laughs> Yeah, I thought. Yeah, I, I, thought, I thought it wasn't bad. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I've been I've been on him for the past uh, past two or three days, you know, trying to get him to to do it. And uh, actually, I had one of my buddies, uh, Dan Fry, uh, call him out and challenge him to it. And so I told him, I was like, Hey, you can't you can't uh, you can't back out now. Uh, you got You got to do this uh, here in Colorado. So I told him to just get some of the guys to help him out and you know dump the bucket on him. And, uh, yeah, it looked like he called out his, uh, his whole outfield crew. So that was pretty sweet. <laughs> Maybe we'll see that today here on Twitter. Uh, so let, I want to talk more about your mom, Sally, in a minute, too, because I know she was also a big influence on you growing up as well. But but tell us more about your dad. So Rails fans kind of know him as a walking baseball dictionary and a guy that always kind of makes you laugh, happy-go-lucky. Is that pretty much how he is? And kind of describe how your, your, your relationship with your dad. Oh, definitely, man. I mean, you know, everyone who's, who's been around him, I mean, they know exactly, <laughs> you know, like what, what type of person he is. I mean, he's just he's just 24-7 nonstop, you know, ball of energy. I mean, that's just how he's always been. I mean, even at home, he's the same way and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's, it's kind of cool, though, you know, having having a, having a father like that, you know, just kind of always, you know, talking about baseball, you know, always, you know, bringing energy and, and just trying to, trying to bring the best out of people. 
Have you seen this famous like baseball quiz he has? I remember like four or five years ago, there was some quiz he would make everybody take, and some of the questions were easy, some were hard, and like only one guy ever got a perfect score. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, definitely, yeah. It's actually funny because he actually gives me those same quizzes that he gives everyone else. So, I mean, he's, he's constantly, you know, just trying to, you know, just know as much as he can, and then he tries to, you know, pass it down and, you know, and teach me, obviously, on the phone and whatnot. So he, he usually gives me the quizzes first. And then ask, you know, like my opinion of it, you know, just to see, like, you know, where he's at on them and stuff like that, you know, before he, he hands them out and stuff like that. And, you know, I'm always, I'm always the one, you know, nitpicking and uh, having to reword it for him, you know, or if he's got like a couple typos here and there, you know, <laughs> always you know, get on him about that. But, but no, I mean, he just, he does his research, man. I mean, that's, that's just, that's just who he is. I mean, he reads the rule book, you know, he knows it inside and out, you know, so, I mean, his knowledge of the game is just, it's unlike any anyone else that I've ever seen. So are these quizzes pretty in-depth then, like they get really in-depth? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, like you said, some of those quizzes, I mean, you know, he starts off real easy with some of the uh, the pages or, you know, like the first couple of questions. And then, you know, as as it gets going, you know, they start, they start getting a little more, you know, complicated or a little more in-depth, you know, and it kind of really gets you thinking about, you know, some of those, you know, plays or, you know, whatnot that, you know, can happen in the course of the game. You know, and then it's like, you know, what's what's the call? Like, what do you got on that? So, I mean, he's, yeah, he, he does a good job of, you know, like, you know, knowing how to make that transition from, you know, like starting with the easy ones and then, you know, working his way up and making them a lot more challenging. Hmm. Well, now, I've heard your dad before say that uh, you got your intelligence and your smarts from your mom then. So talk about how much she helped uh, in your development both on and off the field as you grew up. Oh, definitely, man. I mean, I mean, that's basically, it was just me and my mom, you know, for the most part growing up, because, I mean, you know, ever since I was a baby, I mean, he's he's been doing what he's doing now, you know, back then. So, I mean, I hardly, you know, got to see him, you know, when he was gone for, you know, eight months of the year and stuff like that. So, I mean, it was definitely tough. But, yeah, I mean, I've always, just, you know, it's always been, like, pretty much me and my mom growing up. So, I mean, she's just, she's been a huge influence, you know. She's helped me out a lot, you know. Like, she's always there to, like, come to my games and, you know, just help me out with pretty much whatever it is that I need help with. Now, here's a random question for you. I see that uh, your high school teammate's brother is a 2014 Royals draft pick, Cole Way, who was also a punter at Tulsa without any college baseball experience. Do you know much about him? He's now pitching with the, the B Royals. Do you know anything about Cole Way? Oh, yeah, definitely. I went to uh, yeah, I went to the same high school with him. He was, I believe, a, a year uh, below, I, below me. I was uh, class of 09. He was 2010, I believe. But, yeah, so I got to know him for, you know, that my senior year. I got to know him, you know, got to play with him and stuff. But, uh, yeah, he's, he's he's pretty amazing. I mean, he's he's about seven feet tall. I mean, he's, <laughs> yeah. he's a, like you said, he's a punter at, uh, at Tulsa. And uh, his brother, Tressway, is actually punting in the NFL right now, too. And I actually played with his older brother and uh, got to know him a little bit more just because he was, you know, he was older like I was. But uh, yeah, he's he's been he's been doing good though. I mean, I saw that he got uh, got drafted, he got picked up uh, last year, and uh, I guess he's in Burlington right now. Yeah. Well. Yeah, that's a good scouting job by the Royals to pick some guy that was a you know a seven foot punter, <laughs> right? I know. Yeah, because he didn't even play baseball this right. past year actually, because he just punted. 
Right. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> so I've got a lot of questions about uh, 2014 and the Legends team, but but let's go way back then and, and then catch back up to 2014. So you you were a switch hitting shortstop at Union High School back in uh, Tulsa, and the Royals took you in the 48th round of 09. You ended up going to KU instead, obviously. But before we talk about that, uh, where is it that you primarily were you pretty much growing up in Tulsa your most of your childhood, or did you move around? Or no, 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 no. I was uh, I've done I've done a lot of moving moving around growing up because of my dad he. Uh, I was actually born in uh, up in Seattle, Washington, when he was when he was a coach for the uh, Seattle Mariners for the first like two or three years, you know, growing up. And then he went with the got a job with the Florida Marlins, so we actually drove cross country from Washington to Florida to Melbourne, Florida, and then I grew up there uh, for about twelve or thirteen years, and that's where I pretty much went to like elementary school and pre K and all that. And then he got a job with the uh, Pittsburgh Pirates. So I moved up from middle school, like seventh, eighth grade, for two years up there. And then before my freshman year of high school, we uh, we moved to Tulsa, Oklahoma, because my mom's family is all from uh, Bartlesville, Oklahoma. So she wanted to move there and be close to them. So I went to high school for four years at uh, at Union High School there in Tulsa. And then now we and then we moved up to uh, Overland Park, Kansas, after I graduated high school. Uh, right before my freshman year at KU. Oh, okay, man. So you're you're like a military brat, basically, right? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, baseball and military, so I guess, kind of, kind of, the similar thing. <laughs> well, so I'm. Yeah, well, so obviously Rusty retired uh, at the end of '85, so you never saw him play live in person. But uh, have you gotten to see quite a few of his old games on VHS and stuff? Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, actually, <laughs> I actually got a got a chance to see one of his highlights of. Uh, one of his doubles that he hit at a Tiger Stadium. I, I forgot who posted it, but someone I guess found it and uh, they uh, they tried to share it with him, but he couldn't open it. So I had to like open the file for him on the computer. So I actually got to like watch him, uh, watch him, you know, just for like an at bat or whatnot. But I mean, that was pretty much the only thing I've ever seen. But I, I, yeah, like you said, I mean, his last year was '85, and I was born in 1990, so I never got to really see him play. Uh, it was pretty cool though him because uh, uh, yeah I guess he won the world he won the world series in '84 uh, when they beat the Padres that year and then like you said '85 was his last season but that's pretty cool though kind of going out on top. So you've uh, never actually seen the World Series games? His are you talking about his World Series? Yeah, games? that he played in. Yeah. Uh no no not I haven't really seen anything. I mean I heard he hit a I heard he hit a like a pinch hit. Uh, sack fly to the shallow right that I guess scored uh, that, that uh, put him on top by one run and then they held on to win that game. I guess that was the, the deciding game in the World Series. But I mean, I've, just, I've heard things, but I haven't actually like seen oh. like bit of it. We'll have to get you copies of that, man. You got to watch that. It's good stuff. Yeah. Um, so, what what were some of your favorite clubhouses? Then to, you know, growing up, like that you were in, because obviously you mentioned all the different places you were. Do you have any favorite memories or particular clubhouses to hang out in as you were a kid? Oh man, um, I mean, the one I probably spent the most time at was uh, Pro Player Stadium back in Miami. You know, because like I said, I grew up there for most most of my uh, early childhood. You know, for about twelve, thirteen years. So. I, uh, yeah, I went, I went down there a lot. You know, I remember the stadium. I remember, you know, the clubhouse, the guys. You know, it was just, you know, it was an awesome experience, you know, meeting, you know, some of those players. Uh, I remember in Pittsburgh when, when, I, uh, when he was with the Pirates, I went up there 
was like seventh, eighth grade. I remember they had like two or three ping pong tables like set up in the clubhouse. And I remember that's when I started first like, you know, trying to learn how to play because, you know, they'd all play. And, you know, and I would just, you know, try to try to take them down, which obviously I didn't. But <laughs> that's that was when my that was when my passion for ping pong started and I've been, you know, playing ever since then. So that was that was pretty fun experience, definitely. Oh, I didn't know you played ping pong. Are you actually good down then, I'm assuming? Uh, let's just say I'm better now than I was back then. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. So, yeah. 2009, the Royals at the end of high school, you know, took you, what, the 48th round. Were, were you kind of surprised by that, or were you expecting that? Um, I didn't, honestly, I didn't, you know, have any expectations or didn't really know what to expect. I mean, I was playing summer ball, I believe, with the uh, Midwest Nationals back then. And, uh, yeah, I just, I, I mean, I knew it was draft day and whatnot, but I didn't really think, like, you know, if I was going to get selected or not. I mean, I was hoping, you know, definitely, you know, at some point. But uh, that was back when there was uh, 50 rounds instead of 40 now. So that was that was the biggest difference. So, like, once they got to, like, round 40, it was just like, you know, I didn't really, you know, expect, you know, really anything. And then I got a call after the game, and they were like, hey, congrats, you know, congrats, you got uh, taken by the Royals in the 48th round. But like you said, like, obviously I didn't go, and I ended up going to KU instead for the next four years. But it was definitely a thrill, you know, just to at least get drafted, you know, out of high school. I mean, that's, that's pretty awesome. And I loved uh, Rusty's line at that time. He said, quote, somebody asked me if we were going to get Scott Boris to negotiate, and I said, no, somebody much tougher than Scott, his mother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember I remember him saying that. Yeah, I definitely agree. I mean, she's the one that you'd have to, you'd have to run that by first. Yeah. So a lot of people don't know. So you actually went to Lawrence on an academic scholarship. Is that correct? Um. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I went to I went to KU. Um, well, not not at first. Honestly, I was I was more of a recruited walk on uh, at first, and uh, it took it took me like my first two or three years to, to finally get on you know the scholarship. You know, I had to you know work hard and you know try to work my way into a starting role because I didn't I didn't start full time until my junior year of college. So my freshman, sophomore year, um, I had a choice whether I wanted to stay at KU or if I wanted to, you know, get some more playing time at a junior college. But I just chose to stay at KU for the first two years because uh, I preferred to, you know, stay there for all four years just to, you know, get to know the system, you know, try to just get better every day, you know, bigger and stronger and just try to work hard and try, you know, working in that starting role, which, you know, I finally did by my junior senior year. So, how big of a Royals fan did you become then? You know, during those four years of college, being so close, and of course Rusty being here. Oh, definitely. I mean, yeah. I mean, I've been I've been a Royals fan, you know, since he, you know, since he got there. My I think it was my junior year of high school. Yep. Was his first year, which was I think '08. So he's been he's been there for a while now. But uh, yeah, I've been a Royals fan you know, ever since ever since he's uh, you know made the switch over here. Definitely. But, uh, yeah, it's awesome to see, you know, that they're doing well right now, that they're making a run, so hopefully they can keep up. Well, the Royals, again, took you then uh, the 28th round last summer after you finished up at KU. So where were you at when you got selected, and how exciting was it to join KC? Oh, it was, uh, it was pretty sweet. We were, uh, we were in uh, Oklahoma City during the uh, Big 12 tournament during that time, and uh, I think it was – I can't remember if it was right. Actually, no. It was right after the Big 12 tournament, so we got done with that, uh, finished uh, runner-up to OU in the championship game, and then I think it was like not even a week, I believe, after that tournament was over. I think that's when the draft happened, and then, you know, uh, first couple of days, 
or after the first day and the second day. And then finally, like you said, the 28th round came. And uh, I was actually at home when when I heard about it because my mom was, you know, she was following us, like, on her computer and whatnot. And, you know, like, after the 25th round, 26th, 27th, and then 28th came around, and I wasn't really paying much attention, but I guess she uh, she was the one to notice, and then she was the one that came, and she was like, hey, like, you got picked up. And I was just like, I was, I was surprised. I was like, wait, what round is this? She was like 28th, and I was like, oh, really? I was like, wow. <laughs> like, I had I had no idea or, you know, I didn't, didn't expect, like, or I didn't really know, like, what round or, you know, how soon or how late. But it was it was definitely cool, though, I mean, just to, you know, get drafted, you know, period. So it was, it was definitely a thrill, you know, getting to hear my name name called out well you signed with the royals then and had your uh, first taste of pro ball last year uh in the appy league there in burlington north carolina what was that experience like last year oh it was it was, it was a good experience definitely i mean it, it's definitely a transition you know to uh to pro ball because in college i mean you don't you don't really play every day like you do you know in the minor league so that was just the biggest thing is you know just trying to get used to that you know transition phase of you know just taking care of your body you know trying to eat right you know, stay healthy and really just, you know, take care of yourself on a, on a day-to-day basis. And obviously, you know, the wood bat, the wood bat switch from college is, you know, different too. So, you know, it really makes you, makes you a better hitter, you know, and it makes you have to, you know, put in the work definitely in the cage to try to, to try to get the feel of a wood bat down. So it was, it was a good, it was a good uh, summer for me last year. What did, what did you like best about uh, the Appy League? And then what, what's it like playing in Burlington, North Carolina? Um, I mean, it was it was fun. I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, like definitely the uh, uh, the fields, you know, and whatnot are a little different. I mean, you know, so. <laughs> but I mean, we had we had a nice we had a nice field. We had really good fans, and it was it was just a fun league, you know. In uh, in general, I mean, definitely. How cool was it having your first baseball card last year? That had to have been kind of a thrill, right? Oh yeah, I mean, obviously, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can't ever you can't ever take those those cards for granted man i mean every year i mean if you can get one that's just you know it's 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 a blessing you know i mean you just you try to not you know take any moments for granted you know in this game you just try to you know just truly just try to give it your all and hopefully it works out so i mean it is definitely it's definitely a cool experience getting those cards yeah that's, that's, that's definitely for sure so you spent a lot of time obviously over this uh this past winter in surprise arizona improving and then you made your first full season club at a spring training for the lexington legend so i would think that the south atlantic league would have to be one of the prettiest areas of the country to play in so how much have you enjoyed seeing the land in that area of the country and all the different ballparks there oh it's awesome man i mean yeah i was actually in a, i was in extended for uh the first for the majority of uh after spring training was over with, I was in extended for a couple of weeks, and uh, one of our third basemen, Ramos, uh, hurt his hand, and uh, that's when they, they that's when they called me. Uh, I think at the end of April, and then brought me up, and uh, I was you know fortunate enough to you know stay up here and stuff and get a little playing time and whatnot. But it, it, it's it's definitely fun. I mean, it's like you said. I mean, it's, it's really awesome seeing seeing this you know this part of the country and stuff. I mean, you know, like whether it's, you know, down south or, you know, way east. I mean, I mean, it's just the environment, you know, the fans. It's, it's definitely, it's pretty special, and it's it's pretty awesome experience. Definitely. Yeah. There's some great towns in that league, like Savannah. That's a great place. So, um, kind yep. of 
kind of a cool league. So the, the majority of Royals fans have never been to a Lexington Legends game, obviously, since it's kind of far away from KC and only a second-year affiliate. Kind of describe to us what the town of Lexington's like, and then, you know, how's the park there? Is it, is it pretty top-notch? Oh, man, yeah, the, the stadium's pretty awesome. I mean, it, it's actually, I think, one of the nicer stadiums probably in the whole entire league. I mean, you just you look at the setup. I mean, it's, it's almost like a full-size stadium, it looks like. And it's just, it's, it's just it's pretty unique. I mean, just the way it's, you know, it's built, you know. And, you know, the fans there are awesome. And it's, it's right next to, you know, the University of Kentucky, obviously, because it's in Lexington and stuff like that. But, I mean, we get, we get pretty, uh, pretty good and, you know, loyal fans, you know, that come out and, you know, cheer us on every night. So it's, it's definitely a pretty, pretty cool city to play for. And how do you like playing for guys like uh, Brian Buchanan and, and picking the brains of you know some of the some of the staff you have? There's amazing. You've got Abraham Nunez. You've got Glenn Hubbard. What's it like working with guys like that? Yeah, it's it's pretty sweet because because uh, 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 Abraham Nunez was actually with me last year in Burlington, and uh, I also played with some of these guys you know, from Burlington last year. So it was kind of cool, you know, having Nunez, you know, being with me, you know, for both years, you know, because like we're you know. Like we know each other, and plus I know him from back when you know he used to play for the uh, the uh, Pittsburgh Pirates back in the day. Right. Uh, he was actually playing for them when my dad, I think, was coaching. So I've, I've known him for a long time. And but yeah, I mean the whole staff is just you know is awesome. I mean Buck Buck's one of the probably one of the best managers to play for definitely. I mean he's just he's just a great guy. You know, he's laid back, but I mean he knows exactly what he's doing. And, I mean you know Hubbard, you know Glenn Hubbard, you know Steve Merriman. I mean just basically everybody. I mean they're just they're really, really awesome guys to be around every day, you know, during this grind. But you know, they're really good at what they're really good at what they do too, which is awesome. Yeah, the Royals have some really good minor league coaching staffs this year, especially I've noticed. It's really impressive some of the guys they've put together at different levels. Um, so for guys who have never, you know, seen you play before in person, so kind of describe to us what kind of player you are, you know, how you play the game, where you play, all that good stuff. Uh, I mean, yeah, like you said, I mean, I mean, I'm a switch, uh, switch hitting infielder, you know, kind of like a utility guy. I mean, just kind of basically just try to fit in, you know, wherever they need me to, you know, whether it's, you know, at second, short, third, uh, and whatnot. But I mean, I basically, it, it, it's kind of hard to describe, you know, the type of player I am until, I mean, I guess you just have to like watch, you know, and evaluate, you know, for yourself. Uh, but I mean, I just, I just try to, you know, just play hard every day, you know, just try to, you know, use my my baseball instincts, you know, the best I can to, you know, help me definitely and stuff. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I just I just try to, you know, just do what I can and just try to be the best player I can, you know, I can be. Now, one, one position you neglected to mention was pitcher, because back on July 9th, you got your first professional save at uh, the Hickory Crawdads. <laughs> how in the world did you end up pitching? Did you have some – I'm assuming you must have pitched in college or high school? I mean, how did that come no. to be? No, I actually hadn't pitched uh, since I was uh, back in Little League when I was 12, actually. That was the last time I took him out. It was actually 46 feet away instead of uh, 60 feet, 6 inches. Right. So it, it, yeah, it was a lot farther from, uh, <laughs> I was a lot farther from the plate, so that was definitely uh, the first challenge. But, uh, no, uh, we just we didn't have anybody left to pitch because we used up all our pitching, and I believe it was the 14th inning, and our guy had just gone five innings in relief before that, so he was our last guy, so... They looked at me and they were like, "Hey, have you, have you ever pitched before?" And I was like, "I mean, I can if you need me to, like, you know." And I was just like, "Just give me, you know, give me some time to warm up in the pen for an inning or two before you know you just throw me out there." Cause it's been a while, so he was like, "Oh, okay." So he went. So he told me to go down there and 
for about two innings. I just, you know, was warming up, trying to, you know, find, you know, my release, you know, my release point, and just try to just basically just throw strikes. I mean, I wasn't trying to do too much or try to get too fancy with it. You know, I was just trying not to walk anybody, just pitch the contact, make them put in play. And it was funny because we had taken the lead, uh, 10-7 lead, I think, so we were only up by three. So, I mean, usually, like, when a, you know, when a position player comes in, I mean, it's usually, it's either, like, a blowout or, you know, it's just, like, you just, you know, like, you're just trying to get the game over with. But I, I thought the coolest part was, you know, like, you know, I kind of had to, like, pitch kind of well and try to, you know, close the game out because we were only up by three runs. So I was fortunate enough to only give up, I think, like two hits, yeah. uh, no walks, no runs. And uh, that was that was the best part was actually getting credit for a save. Yeah, scoreless inning. It was, it was, yeah, it was definitely something I won't forget, you know, for a long time. I mean, it's, I, still, I still have the uh, the game ball, too. <laughs> but, <laughs> they actually gave that to me, so I thought that was pretty sweet. I mean, because that's probably like a once-in-a-lifetime deal. Yeah. You know, get on the mountain pitching. How uh, how shocked were your parents when you called home that night? And told, or did they already know about it before you called them? No, they. I think they. I think they saw it on the on the box score. Like they saw the, that it said F next to my name, and they were like, "Wait, wait, wait, hold on. Is that like a typo? Like a misprint?" And I was like, "No, I went in and fished and got the save." And my, I think my dad was just like, "Are you kidding me?" Like, he was just like, "When's the last time you even were you, you were even on the mound?" And I was like, "I have no idea, man." <laughs> He was like, I'm surprised, I'm surprised you could even reach home plate. <laughs> you <laughs> know, stuff, stuff like, you know, just, just dogging me and stuff. But, no, it was definitely awesome. It was a pretty, pretty cool experience, definitely. Now, I saw on your Twitter that uh, <laughs> Owen Wilson came to an Asheville tourist game this year. Were you guys playing Asheville that night? Yeah, we were, uh, I think this was close to, I think it was the 4th of July or it was somewhere around there. But, yeah, he was. we were at, we were playing Asheville in Asheville. And, uh, I guess, uh Someone like took a picture of him, you know, by their dugout or whatnot, and posted it on Twitter. So everyone was, you know, it, it was you know finding out real quick that he was there. I don't know what his, you know, relation, you know, like if he has connections there or if he's from there or whatnot. But it was it was definitely cool though getting to, getting to see him there and you know, just knowing that you know he came to one of the games. Now Asheville's that part. Isn't that a super old park? And Babe Ruth once homered there. Like has been there forever. Is that still that same park there? Oh, definitely. Yeah, it's actually one of the uh, the more historic, uh, older fields, probably in the whole, probably in all of minor league baseball. Honestly, I mean, it, it's it's been around for a long time. I mean, it's only like two ninety seven, I think, down the right field line. But it's like it's basically like Fenway, but it's the opposite. I mean, right field is really tall, huh. you know, short and shallow. So, but yeah, it's you can you can just tell though that it's it's been there a while. Hmm. I got that in the bucket list someday to check out. So I wanted to ask you real quick about a few of your teammates on that Lexington team that we hear quite a bit about. Now, I hear a lot of glowing reviews about Pedro Fernandez. Tell us about him. Oh, yeah, he's uh yeah, he's a pretty he's a pretty special kid. I mean, he's just he's really young, uh really young just flamethrower guy. I mean, I mean, he can run up there to, you know, mid to high 90s, you know. I mean, he's got a got a breaking ball and I think change up to go with it, but uh yeah, he we actually brought him up uh Later on in the season, from uh, from extended or yeah, I think from extended, uh, we brought him up and he uh, he's been he's been doing pretty well. But I mean, he's just, he's got one of those rare arms that you know, like you can't you can't find many of those you know around. So he's he's a pretty he's a pretty special kid. Excited to watch his progress. How about uh, the lefty Cody Reed? Oh yeah, same thing. I mean, Cody Reed. I mean, he's he's awesome too. I mean, he's you know from the left side, you know, definitely. So that's that's a huge. Huge advantage, 
bench. But I mean, same thing. I mean, you know, they're they're really young and they're you know they got a lot of potential and they're really good right now. So I mean, it's, I mean they're pretty much the same thing. I mean, one's a lefty, one's a righty, but yeah, they're both they're both really good pitchers. There seems to, seems to be lots of that these days in the Royal system. Lots of great arms. Uh, two position players. Dominique Taylor's had a pretty nice year. Oh yeah, uh, Dominique. He's he's had a really awesome year. Uh, made the All Star team. He was All Star game MVP. You know, so I mean, he does, he's been he's he's hitting over three hundred right now, and uh, yeah, he's he's just a really really good and solid player, and he's just really fun to watch every day. And there's one other name that a lot of people in Kansas City keep seeing, and he just got moved up to Wilmington, and they're like, "Who's this kid? Who's this Frank Schwindel kid? Tell us about him." Oh uh, yeah, he's 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 oh man, he's he's something else. I mean, he can really he can really swing the bat, you know, very well. He uh, he caught and played first base for us. Uh, he's from uh, he's from St. John, so he's a college guy. But man, he can he just it's kind of hard to describe until you actually watch this kid in BP. I mean, he puts an absolute show an absolute show on every day. I mean, just constantly just in line drives out the ballpark, and I mean, you know, like you he gets. I mean, you leave a you leave a pitch up in the zone, like if you hang a breaking ball to him or high fastball. I mean, he he consistently you know puts puts the barrel on the ball and just hits it hard somewhere, and it usually goes out. But yeah, he, I think he's. I think he had a really good year. Obviously, I mean, he's in like 290. Uh, I think 20 home runs, 70 something RBIs or whatnot. So, I mean, that's. I mean, to do that in in, my, in the minor leagues, you know, especially in able, I mean, that's that's really impressive. So, I mean, he's he's, he's, he's something special, definitely. Now, one other guy that I've been reading about for a long time, I was kind of sad to read this, uh, Jin Ho Shin, the catcher who'd been in the KC system since 2010. Did he actually retire then this year? I saw he played one game for you guys early, and then it said voluntary retired. Does he, did he hang him up then, back in spring? Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, I saw he, he only played one game. I think he had like three at-bats uh, and whatnot, and then I guess, he just, uh, I guess he just hung it up, and I think he went back home to, uh, I think he's from Korea, I believe. Yep, yep. I'm, not, I'm not sure, but... Yeah, I think he just I think he just decided that it just wasn't working out for him and he just he'd rather be back home, I guess, with his family and stuff like that. I don't really know much uh details about that, but that's just what I'm assuming. Huh. Well so. that's too bad. Well, so a few more questions for you. Away from the baseball field, what do you do for fun besides uh ping pong? Oh man, I mean it's kinda tough because, I mean obviously like, you know, playing every day, I mean basically you're just resting. <laughs> that's like that's pretty much you know, all you all you do is you basically just, you know, you rest and then you you uh, you go work out, you know stuff like that. So I mean, I guess that would be one of them. But no, I mean I'm just I mean I'm pretty pretty laid back guy. I mean just you know you know like listening to music or playing video games, just like pretty much every other kid. I mean, but baseball pretty much you know takes up the majority of the time on a day to day basis. So that's pretty much you know pretty much all you all I do. <laughs> Now, what are your future goals with baseball? Do you want to be a lifer like your dad and get into coaching someday, or do you have other aspirations in life? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm just gonna you know try to play for as long as I can, you know, because this is you know what I love to do is just you know try to you know just do you know just see how it plays out, you know, just you know give it everything I got, you know, until you know it doesn't work out, and then uh, yeah, I, I probably eventually see myself you know starting out in coaching and. You know, trying to work my way up with that at some point you know, down the road, probably like he is, because I mean, you know, it's, like being being around him my whole life, you know, like that's pretty much all I've known is baseball and stuff. So and he's you know been able to pass down you know things that he's you know he's experienced or the stuff that he knows, like his knowledge of the game and stuff like that. So it's, you know, it would definitely help me you know in the long run. Like if I did want to end up you know going into coaching someday, I think that would definitely that would benefit me a lot. 
Yeah, for sure. Well, thanks so much for all your time. Before we, before we let you go in closing, then, what would you like to say to, uh, to, to Royals fans listening right now? What would you like to tell them? Yeah, I mean, you know, hopefully to hopefully to all the Royals fans, I mean, hopefully, you know, Kansas City can, you know, just keep going strong, you know. I mean, they've been they've been red hot lately. And, you know, it would be, it'd be definitely exciting to, you know, to host a playoff game and, you know, win the division and just, you know, kind of make a run this year. I mean, I think this is this is a really good year for us to – to do something special, so it'll be exciting for this last month of the season to, to see what happens. Let's hope so. Well, we'll check in with you again next next spring training, man, if that's okay, and have yourself a great rest of the season. Thanks a lot for all your time, and go Royals. All right, yeah, no problem. Thank you very much for, uh, for having me.